0: Welcome back to the Educators Room podcast, a place for educators everywhere, regardless of grade level or content area. Put down your grade books and grab a glass of wine and learn with our host, Francesca. I have come to believe that caring for myself is not self-indulgent. Caring for myself is an act of survival. Andre Lord. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Educators Room podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about five affirmations teachers need for the new school year. It is Labor Day weekend here in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. And right now, I'm recovering from eating too much at a cookout that my husband decided to overcook the food. And so I wanted to talk to you guys tonight on a topic that has been weighing heavy on not only me, but also for many of the teachers who write for the Educators Room, many of our readers, and just teachers in general. And it is the idea of self-care. It's the beginning of the school year for many of us, whether you started a month ago or you start on Tuesday. And many teachers are faced with going into a school, happy that we get to meet our new students and we get to have all these new experiences, but also feeling a little bit down because something is off. And It's hard to explain for people who aren't teachers, but sometimes when you go into a building and you how all these things are happening, all these great things, you still, in the epicenter of it all, you still feel off. Something's not right. And many times this feeling of off balance or this feeling of not things not happening the right, correct way is due to the fact that we really do not practice self-care for ourselves. Um, Many times we are going into schools, going into a new school year with the summer where we have went to numerous professional learning, we've um, read many professional books, we've taught summer school, and we are feeling just off. So I want to talk tonight about five affirmations that every teacher needs for the new year. And before I start, I want you guys to know that I'm not a huge affirmation person, But in my dark period, when I was at the height of going through teacher burnout and considering leaving and just not wanting to be in public education at all anymore, these self-affirmations helped me. Um, These are not affirmations for you that if you want to leave teaching and you want to leave it now, these are not going to make you want to stay. But what these affirmations are going to do is hopefully what they did for me was to help me have a level head as I came into the building um, and as I work with my students. So I want you to take these affirmations and I want you not only to hear them, but I want you to write them down. And I want you, we're going to do 30 days of us just going into school and us saying them every morning, whether it's in your car, whether it's in the shower, whether it's as you brush your teeth, but you having them, you saying them, you writing them down and you believing them. So. The first thing that I want to say, the affirmation that I tell myself every day, um, and it seems very basic, but it's one that helps me when I am in the midst of something dark, is I am smart. And this is such a basic affirmation, but this is an affirmation that sometimes as professionals that we need to say to ourselves, because so many times in teaching, we are taught that we are not the expert. We are taught that um, somebody always has a better idea or somebody can do it better. And so the affirmation that I am smart is the most basic, the most fundamental thing that you have to believe in order to be an effective teacher. So every morning when I wake up, I have my affirmations posted on my um, bathroom wall. I look at the first one, I am smart. And I look at it, I close my eyes, I take a deep breath, and I say that, I am smart. And not smart in a way that I'm smarter than anybody, but that me reaching within myself and knowing that everything that I need to do my job as an educator is already in me. Nobody else is going to pour it into me. It's already in me. And so when I usually talk to people about this affirmation that I am smart, this is you acknowledging that not only are you smart, but you're a professional and you are the person that can solve any issue within their classroom. So that's the first affirmation. I am smart. Affirmation number two, my job is not my life. This is also, this is a play on the previous affirmation, but so many times, and I know every teacher who's listening understands this. There are so many times where I go to work at seven o'clock in the morning and I don't leave until 630. And by the time I leave, I'm rushing to get my children. I'm rushing to make dinner I'm rushing to help them with their homework and before I know it it's 10 o'clock and I still haven't done anything for myself so I say that that my job is not my life I say this affirmation several times throughout the day I have it posted at my desk at work I have it posted on my phone and I say that for me to remember that it is okay for me to leave my job when the students leave or when it's my scheduled time to leave so, if, I'm, if I am able to leave every day at 4 o'clock, then at 4 o'clock, I stop what I'm doing, I get up, and I leave. So many times in the past, I have let the job of teaching consume me. Consume when I wake up, when I go to bed, if I go to the doctor, if I go to a, my, one of my children's programs. And this is a quick way for not only teacher burnout, but also for you to start to hate your job. So, Now, in 2016, I am very deliberate about the time that I give my work. And it's not something that I do maliciously or don't complete projects or anything like that. But I'm very clear in that I have a time that I have to be at work. I get there at that time. And there's a time that I leave work. And once I leave work, I make it a point that I have something or something else to consume my time. So many times I don't check email after work hours. I don't answer phone calls unless it's an emergency. And I try to make sure that I position myself so that while I'm at work, I'm as productive as I can be. I can remember before I went to becoming an instructional coach, I can remember being a teacher and where I was teaching at, we had 90-minute class periods. So that meant that your um, planning period was 90 minutes. And I can remember during my planning period of me going to see my neighbor, talking, getting snacks, going in something to eat. Um, and I can remember at the end of my planning period feeling so overwhelmed still about things I had to do. So one of the things that I had to do to really honor this affirmation was to make sure that during my planning period I was productive so every day I would have a goal of papers to grade or grades to put in or parents to call or things to copy and so I say that affirmation that my job is not my life is that you have to have something else that will make you happy outside of your job Um, I took up running I've started back running again actually um Some of my coworkers decided to swim after work. Um, Some of my coworkers said, you know what, after the time I get off, my time is dedicated to my children. So this affirmation really gets to what is the other side of you other than teaching. The third affirmation, and this is a play on the first affirmation, is that I'm a professional and I have options, period. Period. I don't know what it is about teaching, but sometimes people believe that if you're a teacher, you can't do anything else. And that's such an unfortunate way to think because as teachers, we are not only educators, but we have obtained some of the highest degrees um, professionally. So whenever you are feeling down or you're feeling upset about something, you have to first understand that you're a professional And that you have options and options don't mean that options in a way that I can get up and leave but options knowing that I am a viable candidate for other jobs Um, and that can be other jobs in education that can be other jobs outside of education When I started to think of myself as a professional, it was well past my first five years, and I sat down one day and I thought about all, I started actually calculating all the trainings that I had been to, all of the education that I had, and I thought to myself, I'm as highly trained as some of my friends who have professional careers as attorneys or accountants or things like that. So one of the things that I always do, when I, once I realize that I am a professional, then that dictated the way that I um, allowed my principal to talk to me, the way I allowed my students to talk to me, and the way that I allowed myself to talk about myself and my job. So as a professional... I make sure that I dress a certain way. I make sure that I speak a certain way. I make sure that I do things in a certain way because I want to reinforce to everybody that comes into contact with me that not only am I professional, but I expect to be treated in that manner. And also the options. So many times in 2016, we are um, still at a point in education where jobs are being cut, where pay is being decreased because our benefits are being decreased. And sometimes you need to know that I don't have to stay in a bad relationship. That doesn't mean that you abandon teaching. But if you are somebody who desires to be a math instructional coach, then that's an option for you. For other people, their option may be, hey, I can take my talents and I can go overseas and teach. Whatever it may be, I want us to understand that from this affirmation, once you say it, is that not only you're a professional, but you have options. And once you believe that and once you start to emulate that in your behavior and in your talk to yourself and to others, then your options will open up. The next affirmation that every teacher should say is it's about the kids and this is something when um, I realized this the first time that I was disappointed in adult behavior at my school and it's so easy in a school um, in a community as a school where there are so many things going on for us to get pulled into adult issues and adult issues that make us hate our jobs, or not value what we bring to the table. So I say that to say that whenever you are feeling or every morning when you are doing something, know that it's for the kids, and that way you will not be disappointed when adults don't do what adults are supposed to do. So every morning that I get up and I say this, it's about the kids, this focuses my thoughts on how I'm going to respond to anything during the day. So many times I'll get emails about frivolous things that will ask me things that have nothing to do with teaching, nothing to do with learning, nothing to do with kids. And I always make it a point. Instead of being upset or instead of, um, you know, wanting to go and go to somebody and say some choice words, I always say, you know what, it's about the kids. What this is a, is about doesn't matter. And for me to stay sane and for me to stay effective, I need to make sure that everything that I do is for the kids. So if I'm asked to do something after school, I always say, if it's not about the kids, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to do that. This is not about the kids and I can't be a part of that. And so it's really important for as teachers, for us to understand that we're there for students. We're not there for a political candidate. We're not there for a principal. We're not there for a superintendent. We are there for ourselves. And the more that we realize that, the better it becomes for everybody. Because then we know that whatever we do is motivated by our love of students and not our love for anything else. The last affirmation That I have for us is that, and this is probably the most important affirmation, and this might have taken me the um, longest to uh, to learn, is that my family is important. And I say that because as a mom, as a wife, um, I can remember with my oldest son, who's now 17, I can remember me spending all of my time at school and me bringing him and he kind of tagged along. And what I realized after I looked at his first report card and he wasn't doing too well in school is that he needs me uninterrupted, he needed me and so one of the things that I always make it a point to any program that my kids have at school I always will ask to leave and go Um, and it doesn't really matter what's going on at my school because my my kids, the ones that I gave birth to will only be little once and so I have to make it a point during this time to really be present and in the moment and not trying to save my students who already have their own parents and who already have um, people behind them, but to make sure that my kids don't look back and say, you know what, my mom was a teacher, and she was never home, or she was never present when she was home, and this is something that, you know, this is a lot of soul searching for a lot of teachers. The, The overwhelming majority of teachers are females, are women, and we as women are nurturers, and so it's very easy for us to get caught into always wanting to help our students at school, but one of the things that I have found is that if we don't help our own kids, we're doing our own kids a disservice so these are five affirmations that I say every morning so that I not only feel good about what I'm doing in the classroom but what also what I plan on doing just overall And these are simple, and what I usually do is have these affirmations on sticky notes posted up around my house so they're in my bathroom because that's the first place that I go when I wake up. I also have them on my desk at school, and I also have other affirmations all around my classroom at school uh, and in my office so that people understand that. So when I get upset or I get frustrated or there's days where I just can't do it, usually these affirmations bring me to a better place. Um, Now this is in addition to these self affirmations because affirmations don't work unless we work. So one of the things that I always do with my affirmations is that in the morning I do a little silent prayer. I literally sit in my bed and I say these affirmations over and over again in complete silence. I breathe very deeply and I say a prayer and I go into my day like that. Also, At the end of each day, I've made it a point most recently to get 30 to 45 minutes of physical activity with me continually saying these things in my brain so that I can condition myself to always be in the right mindset. And I think last but certainly not least, on the way to work in the morning, I don't listen to any radio. I don't want to hear about what uh, a presidential candidate has said about another presidential candidate. I literally, if I don't listen to my podcast, I listen to classical music and I clear my mind the same way on the way home. I listen to classical music, I close my mind, I clear my mind, and I get f- and I focus on how I'm going to leave all everything that happened at work at work and how when I go home i'm going to be completely present in the moment. So these are my five affirmations. Hopefully you can use them. Um, please, give us a, please take a second and send us any affirmations that you use to get yourself through the day. Um, or if you don't use affirmations, why not? And what have you found that has worked for you to focus your work? Um, next week, guys, we are going to be, we have a couple of things planned, but next week we are going to have a mini podcast episode where we are going to, we are actually getting feedback from you guys about what it, um, about some things that you think could each new teacher shouldn't do. So you only have to go to. If you take a second and you go to speak www dot com forward slash the educator's room, we want you to take part. Of our podcast so we want you to answer the question what's the one thing you want teachers not to do this year so we want you to tell us you simply go to this website and you record it it's only 30 seconds you don't need to leave your name but please leave your content area or grade level Um, and we want to hear from you guys you guys are so smart and we love all of the feedback that you give us so we want you to tell us if as a teacher talking to another teacher. What are some things that we do not want us to do this year? Um, and so we're going to be playing that as a midweek episode of the podcast. And I think it's going to be really cool to hear from our readers and to listen to what you guys say that teachers should not do. Um, I think I would say, I don't want to see any teacher who spends all day at work and does not eat lunch. Yes, we know those teachers. Um, And then also next week, we have a really cool episode going to be recorded for our um, Sunday night episode. And we're going to talk to a special partnership that we have with Mid-Pacific Institute out of Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. And uh, we're going to be talking to their assistant principal about the partnership, some really cool things that the educators room is going to be doing and how you guys can be involved. So have a great weekend. um, Have a great Labor Day. And we will see you guys again next week.